And then also on the finance side, with the Fed raising interest rates and some of the credit tightening that's happening, we thought offering some helpful tips on that end would be a great way to kind of package a toolkit for small business owners. The Small Business Rundown is the official podcast of the National Federation of Independent Business, the member-driven voice of small business. NFIB and our members advocate to keep America's small businesses strong and independent in Washington, D.C., all 50 states, and the nation's courts. Welcome to the Small Business Rundown, your place for information on independent businesses' victories and challenges in Washington, D.C. and state capitals. I'm Adam Temple, NFIB's Senior Vice President of Advocacy, and on today's show, we're looking at ways to grow your small business with NFIB member Laura Lucia, the owner of Lucia's Specialized Hauling, as well as familiar guest Holly Wade, the Executive Director of NFIB Research Center. Laura and Holly, thanks for joining. Great to be here. Thank you. Holly, you recently hosted a webinar um, that can be found on the website called Toolkit Essentials to Grow Your Small Business. After that webinar, what were a few of your key takeaways or tools that you'd highlight for owners as they're thinking for themselves on how to grow their business? Sure. So when Beth Melito and I thought through some of the tools that might be more universally helpful for those thinking about starting a business, those who are operating a business, we came up with a number of issues. One at the very start was developing or revising a business plan, one of those comprehensive documents that uh, takes stock of kind of all the areas of business operations so that owners can go through and make sure that they are focusing on those areas that are most important to their business and also just kind of evaluate all of the various operations that go into their business. And that is a great roadmap for business owners to look through areas where they can expand, what they need to focus on and pay more attention to possibly. And, you know, offers, as I said, a roadmap for those efforts. It's also a helpful document to look or to offer others who are either advisors, bankers, um, your tax accountant, and talking about, you know, what is going on in your business currently, and then also the owner's vision for what that looks like going forward. And then the other two areas of, of information that we thought would be helpful are in marketing and also finance. So those two areas we get a lot of questions about because of the changing landscape and how small business owners market their goods or service using, say, social media, which can often be frustrating. Mm -hmm. And then also on the finance side with the Fed raising interest rates and some of the credit tightening that's happening, we thought offering some helpful tips on that end would be a great way to kind of package a toolkit for small business owners for this webinar. Yeah, and it's good for steps. You mentioned that uh, Beth Melito, she's the executive director of our uh, Small Business Legal Center, and you work together a lot to speak to our members on webinars and things like this. Um, is there a particular question that you get from a lot of small business owners that are looking to expand their business or maybe something that often gets overlooked? Sure. One of the areas is related to financing. What would be the best way to approach accessing capital for my business? 
And one of the areas that I think is overlooked is having that relationship with the bank that you have uh, your business accounts with and checking in with them so that they better understand your business, what your needs are, and your vision for the future so that they can help devise a plan and help you move forward in those efforts. Oftentimes, it's a bit of a black box that you fill out all this paperwork, you send it in, and uh, you know you don't know exactly what you might be getting in return or if that's the best financial tool for your business. But having that conversation, I think, is very important and oftentimes overlooked. Laura, I understand you're planning to expand your business that you currently have. But first, can you tell us just a little bit more about your business and about some of your expansion plans? Sure. Uh, let's see. We, we focus on industrial freight. We're part of a supply chain. The freight that we work with is uh, with infrastructure power, um, factory repositioning, and down here in Virginia, we do drays. We work at the ports a lot. It's sort of a niche business. And down here near the port area, it's exploded recently in what they call the Hampton Roads area. And basically the facility that we're in, we've, we've run out of space. So hence the expansion. That makes sense. And what are your expectations for the business structure to change as you see this business grow? Well, there'll be a lot of changes. First of all, the benefit of, of having uh, part of this business in North Carolina, they're very tax friendly. That's one thing that we've discovered right from the beginning. They're also very business friendly. In the Hampton Roads area here, There's everything is skyrocketed price-wise as far as um, industrial property. We're to the point here where we're actually turning work away, which that sounds like, you know, that's not, that really isn't a good problem. We, we want to do all the work that we can. Mm -hmm. So expanding into North Carolina is a benefit for New York and Virginia because we can move some of the New York stuff down here as well as uh, the Virginia stuff moved there. And we'll be able, those two companies will be able to have a little more synergy between them and uh, work together. We'll be owning a property rather than renting a property. That will be the biggest change. And that we've spoken with our accountants and attorneys and everyone else. Looking back at your road plan for expanding a business, that the SBA and the bank are a very integral part of this. First thing we had to do was, after we found this property, was talk to the banker. And then we've been working with him and the SBA. It's been a long process the learning curve part of it, lots of paperwork, yeah. but it will be well worth it when it's done. Anything else on funding that, that you'd want to throw out there? Uh, I would. It, it And I can't stress enough what um, you've already made the point. Um, know your local bank. Mm -hmm. That That's so important. That's been so important to us is the personal relationship with the bank because these days, you know, you do everything on, do your deposits on your phone or if they're electronic or, you know, how, when do you actually go to the bank? Not very often. We try and make it a point to go to the bank or talk to these people and have a relationship with them. That That is a, a big key to this whole thing. Um, working with them in that way, they know our business. They know who we are. Um, for a construction loan like we're doing because we're building a new facility, they they know that, you know, we've been here for a while and we're not going to, if you, whatever, take the money and run, I guess, <laughs> that we're the real, that we're real and we're going to build a facility and it, it's going to work. 
Yeah, and Holly, that point about knowing your local bank, that's something that you hear a lot from our members when, and encourage them uh, when, when discussing Oh, absolutely. It. And it's also the fact that the bank also knows what might be coming down the pike for them as far as interest rate hikes and things like that that might impact a small business owner's application. And they can have that discussion ahead of time so that nothing's a surprise through the process. Um, so the relationship aspect of it uh, cannot, can't be overstated how helpful that is. Yes, I, I agree with that. Also, the working with the SBA, the SBA has a lot of tools online. And I, I maybe I'm jumping ahead because you have more questions there. No, no, go ahead. They, uh, you know, I feel like every business, especially these small businesses that are, I mean, we're a service industry, we're industrial, but the SBA has so many good tools online. Um, get get a designation that that's so important. Be designated as a small business. Um, use the, they have links on there for census information and labor statistics. All of those things are so helpful. Um, your business plan and executive summary are something that they want. And as we're going through and updating those things, it really is important to keep them updated just so that when you go to do something like this, you have that information and you're not, you know, you're not starting from scratch somewhere. The SBA website has templates and they're, it's a really excellent source of information for someone in a small business. And I would just like to emphasize that, um, you know, probably not many are aware of the helpful resources through the SBA website. And when I talked about business plans and, you know, many don't have one already or even in just revising, looking through some of the examples that the SBA has and how to structure one of those documents, because it can be very daunting. And as you said, very important in accessing financing. Banks will want to see that document, and they do have a lot of helpful tips and resources on the SBA site. Yes, for, for sure. Um, and, and even a step further, if you're going to go ahead and, because the field we're in right now, because of the way the economy is and things are going, there's a lot of government and military-related work. There's also other ways know your NIAX code, your DMB number, and get a SAM ID. That SAM.gov website is another great resource to use. Good point. Laura, can we talk about worker shortages for a little bit? Sure. Um, I know that they have been, worker shortages have been a serious challenge for a lot of our small businesses. We hear about it regularly. Is that something that you've experienced in your in your business? Of course, haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have truck drivers or lack of truck right. drivers, you might say. Yes, it's hard. Word of mouth is we've, well, it's two different worlds. Um, up in our New York facility, we have a great team up there and a lot of them are long term and longevity is is keeping the, the good employees that you have is one thing that, that really helps. Down here, we also have truck drivers, and then we have a, a good crew right now in our warehouse facility. They work really well together. Word of mouth is how we've come up with a lot of them. Several of them are immigrants and don't speak English, so they kind of help each other. We've we've also put signage down at our new property that, you know, that we're looking for people, and we've had a couple people come and ask about that. The people that we do have down here that have been here for a long time, I have... Um, 
my one assistant down here. I, I don't know what I do without her, but we're very flexible with hours and she's a new mom. So because we are small, we can, we can do special things like that. Be flexible, um, work from home. If you have to, okay, you have to, you know, she, she'd bring her, her baby in early on for part of the day. And it's, we, we're not the kind of business where you have people in and out of, all the time. It's a different kind of, of um, office, obviously. She's not in a warehouse situation. So we're, we're able to be very flexible, and people seem to like that a lot. Um, the other thing is, is as we're transitioning to, to this new facility, we're keeping everyone abreast of what's going on. And we've had actually two of our employees are really excited because it's a great school district down there. And one of them's already bought a house and moved down there. So wow. um, everyone's really excited about it. That's outstanding. And I know that expanding a business can seem daunting. You've made it sound easy, but I know that there's a lot more that goes into it. Do you have advice for other small business owners that are looking to grow their business? We do. Some of the stuff, some of the things are what you have said all along here. Know your banker because financing is, is the biggest part of it. And for someone that's in a new business, get your line of credit early. Get your line of credit when things are good. Don't wait until the economy goes bad. Keep that even if, you know, don't use it. But just keep it there in your back pocket. It's a it's a handy tool when things do change occasionally. And definitely look into some of these government websites: SBA, the SAM, the, you know, the census information, labor statistics. They're all extremely helpful. Great. And I'm, I'll put you in the interviewer's chair a little bit. You've participated in a webinar with Holly before earlier this month on this topic. So I'll ask you, do you have any follow-up questions or comments based on what you heard from her or other small business owners that were on that webinar? Um, well, there was some there was some questions um, regarding the employee retention tax credits. And I, I did reach out to my accountant on some of that. Um, the marketing information, we were going to redo some of our marketing um, tools anyway that we use, but it pushed us to be a little bit more proactive. And we have somebody working on our, our new website and some new um, marketing things right now or earlier than we probably would have. So oh, we appreciate fantastic. the information we get from your webinars a lot. Wonderful. I'm glad it was helpful. The ERC is one of those programs that was kind of hidden in the background and it's a bit complicated, but can certainly be helpful for those who qualify. I'm glad you were able to take advantage of it. Yep. And then actually you had, there was a question that you had um, about out, outsourcing. We outsource payroll. Uh, there's, or any, anything like that with too many, too many rules, if you will. Sure. Pay, outsource payroll and, and the, uh, the tax accounting portion of it will do in-house bookkeeping. But as far as those things where there's a lot of rules and regulations over the years, we found that it's much, not even easier, but it's, I don't know if the right word is safer to, to go ahead and use the professionals that, that know the ins and outs of it. It's easy to make a mistake if you don't, especially payroll today with, there's so many new rules and they're different in each state. And now that, I mean, we're working in three different states, so we will be shortly. It's, uh, it's really easy to have one one payroll source that knows the ins and outs. Sure. It can certainly be complicated, and especially for those tasks that take up a lot of time and resources for the owners or their kind of most productive employees with this yep. labor shortage, taking advantage of some outsourcing opportunities for 
those types of operations um, can free up some very valuable time. Absolutely. All right. Well, Laura, we know that you are busy with your expansion, so we appreciate you taking the time to sit with us today and answer some of these questions. I know other small business owners will learn from your story and hopefully be inspired to move forward with their own expanding. Yep. It's, we're, we're really excited, and uh, hopefully in a year from now, I can, I can tell you it's, it was a wonderful thing, and the paperwork process ended a long time ago. How's that? That's great. <laughs> we look forward to hearing all about it. We know it's going to go well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Holly, is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? Yes, if folks have questions that they would like to ask the Legal Center or the Research Center about our webinars or any questions that they have that they thought of after watching one of our webinars, they can always email us at info at nfib.org. I think that's a good place to leave it. Holly, thank you again. Laura, you too, for giving us some great tips on how small business owners that are interested in expanding their business can do so. For resources on expanding your small business, there's a link in today's show notes to the webinar on demand that discusses this topic. And now I want to thank you, the listeners, for joining us on today's Small Business Rundown. We'll be back every two weeks bringing you news and analysis from Washington, D.C. and state capitals so that you, whether you're a small business owner or a supporter of one, can continue to blaze a trail. The Small Business Rundown is brought to you by NFIB, the voice of small business. You can find us at NFIB.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn.